Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Just Riffing It, hosted by Tom Martin. Um, <clears throat> so as I mentioned, uh, if you check out my Twitter, I mentioned that I got the COVID vaccine. And I'm going to start with this. And I'm not, the reason why I waited was, you know, I'm not one of these anti-vax people. I'm not, I don't think COVID's a hoax, but <clears throat> why did I wait so long? Well, Around here in Massachusetts, most people have already got the vaccine. And I'm actually very health conscious, believe it or not. So it's not a matter of like of carelessness. I mean it wasn't it wasn't deliberate well, it wasn't like a deliberate carelessness. Um, I guess there's no such thing as deliberate carelessness. But anyways, it <clears throat> reason why I waited was that I mean I knew the vaccines worked. I mean, I wasn't going to be one of the first people to get it because I wanted to make sure that it was like safe and whatnot and effective. And it's been, <clears throat> I think, like what, uh, seven, eight months or so since since they first came out. So I figured it's pretty safe by now. And the thing is, is that I'm very health conscious. I'm a very, I'm I'm like a I'm actually like a vegan. I'm very I'm, I'm like a whole foods whole like wholesome like holistic li- living kind of lifestyle. That lifestyle. That's um, you know, so like, for example, I eat all plant-based foods. Like I don't even, I don't, I stay away from all sorts, like any sort of like chemicals, any sort of things that, that have like pathogens in it. Basically, if it's not a plant, I don't put it in my body. I don't expose my body to it unless it's like a plant-based thing. So the idea of getting a vaccine to me was like, well, this is, well, this sucks. I don't want to do this. This is, this is, this is trouble because how's my body going to react to this? You know, it's, it's the first, the first time in a while that I've actually like, you know, put something in my body that is not organic. And I mean, I actually, you know, and I got to tell you, you know, I kind of, I, ever since I became a vegan like five years ago and I've been on this really like holistic, like healthy lifestyle thing. And ever since I started it, um, I, I haven't like needed to get my flu shot. Like I haven't, I haven't gotten the flu. I haven't, you know, ever since I stopped getting these things like vaccines and whatnot, as long as I eat healthy and get fresh air, like I do, you know, on a daily basis, I, um, I, I just haven't gotten sick to be quite honest. I, I haven't gotten, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm just saying I haven't gotten sick and whatnot. So for me, I was feeling pretty confident that I wasn't going to get the, uh, COVID, the, the virus. And I, now, I guess they say, well, you know, you could pass it on to somebody else without knowing you have it. But, yeah, I was sort of feeling confident. Well, you know, maybe I don't have it and whatnot. And case numbers were getting low. I got to tell you, you know, I felt like I was almost I almost made it. You know, I was almost in the clear. I almost because, um, you know, case numbers were down before like a couple of weeks ago. I think they were down to just a few hundred you know, cases a day. And, I, you know, I was thinking and I'm sure like many people, I was like, wait. Great. You know, the vaccine is, I mean, the, the um, pandemic is practically over, right? I mean, the case numbers are low. And I felt like as long as the case numbers stay low, you know, and there's just, you know, then nobody's going to care about who's unvaccinated, right? Because it's sort of, you know, like a, a you know, the, it, it's a, what's that saying? Like the, uh, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts or something. Um, and how, so, like, people who are unvaccinated, they're just not really going to care as much because as long as the overall case numbers stay low, it's like the flu shot, you know? As long as there aren't too many cases of the flu, well, then nobody really cares, you know? It's not really that big of a deal for people who are unvaccinated. Of course, they encourage you, but it's not like a problem. 
So why did I decide to get it? Well, a couple of reasons. The Delta variant came in and it just fucked everything up, I, I felt like. Because then you see Delta variant come in. Case numbers are skyrocketing again, uh, predominantly among the unvaccinated. Um, and they say it's more transmissible, more dangerous and whatnot. And I felt like, well, shit, maybe I should just get it. And, and they're also saying, like, and this is smart, is that they're making it very difficult, you know, to to go about your daily life without being vaccinated. So, like, businesses, um, restaurants, you know, basically are all requiring you to just, right, like, bring a vaccine card to prove you're vaccinated. And so now I was thinking, well, shit, now it's becoming just harder in general just to go about my life, daily life or whatnot, without being vaccinated. I also don't, I, I'm also very, like, I don't want to seem like, I feel like a, a douchebag that I wasn't vaccinated, you know? I felt like, you know, if if people say, well, you know, you're not vaccinated, you're just one of these anti-vaxxers. And I didn't want to explain to people that, no, I'm not anti-vaccine. I just, I have, like, I guess you could call it an allergic reaction to these kind of things. You know, for example, so... Shortly, I became a vegan five years ago, and I I became healthier. I lost weight. I had a lot of like, you know, cognitive, um, a lot of like improvements and whatnot um, with my day to day life, and I was very committed to it. I, I'm kind of a, a, I guess you could say, a hardcore vegan, like healthy, you know, plant based lifestyle and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> however, a few months after, I think it was like five months, five or six months after I became a vegan. Um, I had a piece of shrimp and there is a point to this. I'm going to get to and it's tied to that case. I had a piece of shrimp. It was a little like baby piece of shrimp. I went out to, uh, eat with a friend of mine. So I got the shrimp scampi and I had this piece of shrimp and this one piece of shrimp made me feel full for hours. I, I had now before I became a vegan, I would eat like 12 ounce steaks. I ate like I would eat like three or four chicken breasts a day. My mother was actually worried about how much chicken I was eating because she was saying I was getting too much protein and wasn't good for my kidneys and whatnot. So I would eat, I would eat like, you know, animal-based protein all the time. And so this one piece of shrimp, one little piece of shrimp made me feel full for hours. And, and it also made me feel like something was crawling inside me. It was like, it was like there were bugs in my body and stuff like that. And, you know, that's not, that's not normal for people, you know, to experience. But I, I really, I think it's, I attribute it to the fact, I think my body was so, like, accustomed to just plant-based stuff that it was like, well, what the fuck is this? What is this? A piece of shrimp? This isn't a plant. You know, get out of here. What is this? You know? And so it had this really, like, adverse reaction to it. And I just, ever since then, I never had... I never had any sort of animal product again because I, I just that that experience was like it it was just so oh, I felt so sick I felt gross I like I smelled bad every I I my sweat smelled bad it was like everything in my body just from this one piece of shrimp was totally like out of whack and so this is kind of the way I looked at vaccines I was like well this this is probably you know ha- going to happen to me similar to something like this with the vaccine but. I, I felt like, well, it's pretty safe, I, I guess. It's been nine months or so. And I also, I had a dentist appointment the next day, and I was thinking, okay, you know, if I go in and say, oh, well, I'm unvaccinated, then they'll they'll probably think, you know, well, why not? You know, maybe I have to be vaccinated. And, and there's sort of this awkward kind of 
I, I don't know if I call it a tussle, but I feel like people are going to think, well, why don't you just get the vaccine? What are you doing? So I decided to get the vaccine the day before I had a dentist appointment. And I, I figured it was going to be uncomfortable a little bit. And I'll tell you, I, I got it, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. And the very next day, I felt like I got hit by a truck. I felt horrible. I, I don't know if that's common for people to do. I felt so, I just felt, I felt like, oh, I felt so weak, lethargic. I felt terrible. It's, it's I guess it's a common symptom of the uh, side effect of the vaccine. <clears throat> but I felt so bad, I didn't even go to my dentist appointment. I had to reschedule it. So the irony was I got it before my dentist appointment. I had to now reschedule my dentist appointment because I felt terrible for from the vaccine. And what I did was in the morning, I thought, well, I'll make myself feel better. I, I do yoga. I do yoga every morning um, to sort of loosen up my, my body and my mind and stuff. It's part of my holistic sort of living whole thing. And <clears throat> I did yoga thinking, well, this will make me feel better. And it actually made me feel worse. I think it's the only time that I've actually done yoga and felt worse afterwards. Because I think what it did was I was getting all this blood flow circulating and this vaccine was just going through my body. It was just sending it like through my bloodstream and, fuck and, and whatnot. It was just making me feel horrible. It made me feel so bad. But anyways, I am vaccinated now. I'm, I'm happy to be vaccinated. I, I went, I got the Johnson, the Janssen one because there's no fucking way I'm going to get two shots. I got one shot. I got the Janssen one. It's kind of a pain in the ass to get around here because I, I actually originally scheduled an appointment uh, up in New Hampshire, believe it or not. It's a 45 minute drive each way. That's how far away, you know, because everyone's out of the Janssen. I don't know if that's the most popular one, but that was the only one I was going to get, just one shot and get it done. And I, I actually, I had, to, I, I lied to my family and friends about getting the vaccine. And I only did that because it's, again, it's, it's, it was the stigma of it. I don't want to seem like an anti-vaxxer, you know, and, and sort of think, well, what are you doing? You know, you know, this will help. This is supposed, supposed to protect you. But again, I get back to my, my sort of vegan, like healthy living lifestyle. I didn't want to explain to them, you know, I don't want it. I don't want it inject this shit into my body it's, it's it's just not it's not healthy it's just not my body's gonna have this really weird reaction to it but i'll tell you it wasn't that bad i mean it was it was a few days later it was like i, I can't even tell i had the vaccine now i just you know i feel i feel fine i feel normal i was actually kind of surprised um <clears throat> but yeah i didn't want to deal with the stigma of it and so that's why i kind of told people that i I was vaccinated when I wasn't, but now with, with everyone with the vaccine cards and travel and whatnot, I figured it was worth it. Okay. Now, moving on. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what to do with this podcast. I know I, I, I you know, so I'm, I'm trying to bounce around topics and whatnot. I'm sort of experimenting with it. Um, but I was thinking, so one thing I want to talk about is, and maybe it's just, just be a common thing is I watch I watch HBO. So I want to talk about shows on HBO because I, I like those shows and I have a lot of theories on them and stuff. And um, one 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 documentary that I saw, it came out in December. I know it was a while ago, but I want them to do a, a follow-up to it. It's called Murder on Middle Beach. And it's about so so in twenty ten this this uh, guy, this kid, Madison, his mother was murdered on 
you know, Middle Beach. Now, Middle Beach is this very, it's in Connecticut. It's this very like ritzy, like it's like the Hamptons or something. You know, it's got all these like big houses and whatnot. He comes from a wealthy family. And <clears throat> so anyways, his mur- his mother was murdered in, in 2010, in 2010 on uh, the morning of, she actually had a, um, a trial date with her, with her, her well, his father they were going through a divorce they had a trial date that morning which is interesting <clears throat> and so the documentary they go through this and i thought it was very well done it was actually done by the, the kid madison did it himself and he's i think he's like in his late 20s now the murder happened i think when he was like 17 or something and when they go through it it's four episodes i found in the beginning so like the first two episodes I felt like his father did it. Now, the murder, for some backstory, the murder took place at, like, 9 a.m. on, like, a typical, like, morning, um, like, a Monday morning or something. At, like, 9 a.m. or so, they, they project she was murdered. Um, there was, like, a tussle outside her home because there was all this stuff that was, um, like, knocked over. Like, there was, like, a statue that was knocked over. There was, you know. So whatever went down, they assumed that it... it she was probably in a, in a physical altercation in their front yard somewhere. And they found her body was underneath like a tarp on, and like the side of her house. <clears throat> so, and it was her daughter, Allie, I believe, who found the body. I think it was Allie, uh, which who's Madison's sister. Now, I thought at the time, the first two episodes, I was thinking, well, it, it had to be the dad because, or, you know, he hired a hitman. It happened on the morning that they were having this settlement where he was, uh, I, I guess, they thought, well, he's going to sign, he's going to have to give her like millions of dollars in this divorce settlement or something. So it just, at the time, I thought, well, it makes all the sense he did that. But then, <clears throat> and like the, the second two episodes, last two episodes, they introduced Allie, Madison's sister. And I was convinced that she did it because Madison, there were so many reasons why Madison was very upset that the police were not like investigating the murder. Um, and he felt like, well, you know, what's going on. He questioned the police. He was, you know, really trying to pressure them into disclosing what they know about and whatnot. And even I, I hated the police too. The first two episodes, two or three episodes, because I felt like, well, these, these people are so, why don't they just investigate this? If they can't solve it, why don't they just at least let Madison, Look at the information they have. It, it doesn't make sense. Why do they want to protect this so much? You know. And so I was upset at the police too, thinking, "Well, gee, this this sucks." You know, these police are lazy. But then they introduce Allie, um, who's Madison's sister. Now Allie was, I think she was like seven. She I, I don't know if they're twins, but she was around the same age as Madison was at the time. I think she was like 17, 16. She was in high school. Now, Allie has uh, like a me- like documented like mental problems, and she had been like in a psych ward and stuff, or like thrown tantrums, and and she actually had gotten in physical altercations with uh, their mother Barbara. And so, <clears throat> I like I assume most people thought, well, it was probably Allie because not only because she had physically attacked them on their mother before, but because it would make sense everyone's actions afterwards, you know. 
Allie had moved immediately after, like weeks after the murder took place. Allie, they moved Allie to like um, Brazil, I think. It was like Brazil or Spain, or Argentina, I think it was. And I think it was, and I thought to myself, I was thinking, well, I think it's because she committed the murder and, you know, her dad wants to protect her and was to avoid prosecution. He would just, they just moved her out of the country. That way, you know, move her to Argentina, then, you know, the police are, are just going to have to leave her alone. They're not, you know, because it's just a pain in the ass to extradite her back here and stuff. So she'll avoid prosecution that way. And I also thought to myself when they went through, well, your sister Allie has all these, like, has this, like, mental disorders and she has, like, a history of, like, being, like, violent, going these tantrums, like, all in a fit of rage when she's, like, not under medication or something. And I really felt bad for, for you know, um, I, I mean, I really felt like, well, does Madison realize he's doing like to me it was like I think Madison I don't know if he realizes this but he is incriminating his sister by going through with this documentary uh you know that's what I felt like because all the signs pointed to the fact that it was her and that and that would explain why the police were dragging their feet you know I think it was a deliberate sort of attempt to just not do anything because they all just assumed well Madison, it was your your men, your mentally ill sister murdered your mom, and you know we don't want to prosecute her for you know being off her medication. You know we don't want to prosecute someone who's mentally ill for doing something that their mental you know illness caused them to do, and that would explain why his father didn't want to talk about the case. It didn't seem like anybody was happy that he was doing this documentary. Madison was going through and making this documentary, family members and whatnot. And it just became clear. I was thinking, gee, I think it's because his sister Allie did the murder, and everybody here knows about it. That's why they don't want to talk about it because they're thinking, we don't, you know, we already lost your mom. We don't want to send her to jail for, you know, for for doing something that she, you know, was off her medications for or something like that, you know. <laughs> but then, and and Allie had even said, well, you know, because they asked her, he asked her, well, why did you move to Argentina? And she was saying, well, I was dealing with the emotional like it was just so much emotionally to deal with the, the murder and whatnot and that's why i moved to argentina and i thought kind of bullshit at the time i was thinking i think it was because she did the murder and they wanted to get her out of the country to protect her you know so anyways but then this this was what was fucking crazy and this is what what i can't stop thinking about this case now they in the last episode Madison did some background into into that day to see where Allie was. And it turns out that at the time when his mother was probably murdered, sometime in the morning, I think they said like 8, 9 o'clock, or, or sometime between like 9 or 10 o'clock, somewhere in that window of time, 9, 10 o'clock. Attendance record shows that Allie was actually in school at the time of the murder. So she has an alibi. So, so it turns out Allie did not commit the murder. And so I'm thinking, well, shit, if she didn't do it, then then holy crap, this, this fucks up my whole theory about it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, fuck, who did do it? I, I thought for sure it was her. That explains why the police were not doing anything, really. You know, that's why she moved out of the country and why Madison's dad doesn't want to talk about it. Because anytime he asked his dad about it, um, he Madison's father would point the finger at these, at these uh, his, his mother, uh, Barbara, the one who's murdered, um, was in these like 
this like was part of this Ponzi scheme or something like that. And so his father kept pointing the finger at this Ponzi scheme and saying, well, your mother was involved in this Ponzi scheme. There was a lot of money going on. I think somebody from there murdered her. And again, I thought this was to sort of protect his daughter, right? Like Allie, you know, just to sort of point the finger away from her, point it towards, you know, another direction away from the family. And, but then when I, when I saw, well, it couldn't have been Allie because of the alibi she had, I went back to his father and thinking, well, gee, I guess his father had to do it because it did occur the morning uh, of this this case that, that they were going to trial where he's you know supposed to like sign you know hand over like millions of dollars to her so the motive was there that maybe he did this now he didn't i think he probably hired a hitman because at the time when she was murdered i guess they he was actually waiting in court everybody was waiting you know in court at the time um that she was probably murdered and so i thought well okay so it's probably a hitman now I don't know. I was actually just looking up like um, to see like if there's any recent details about the case. I didn't find anything um, about it, but this is one I'm really keeping an eye on because I, I'm very curious to know what kind of information they find about possibly a hitman or something like that. Um, what kind of where did where did his father Jeffrey's like follow like the trail of money beforehand? Did he have any sort of you know? Uh, although he did actually have like a, a, a pretty exorbitant lifestyle, I guess he would spend like thousands of dollars. He's like the CEO of some, uh, uh, it, it was some, it was some, like, I think it was a food company or something like that. Um, and so, you know, and he, and he liked nice cars and nice home and things like that. So, so I was thinking to myself, well, okay, so maybe if he spends $3,000 or something on for the credit card, it's not that suspicious. Maybe, you know, he paid cash three grand for a hitman. But anyways, that's one I'm really looking forward to. Hopefully, they're going to make more of, like a like a, uh, you know, like to continue this series to sort of see how it goes. Now, another show I want to talk about is Mayor of Easttown. I really like this show, and I and frankly, I haven't I haven't heard anything anybody say anything badly about it. everybody. You know, everything I've heard about is is all been positive things from other people too. Now, show Mayor of Easttown. In case you're not aware, it's not a documentary. It's a fictional show uh, about this this murder that takes place in this small town in Pennsylvania of this like 17, 17 18 year old girl, um, and her body's found. And so, Mayor, played by Kate Winslet, is you know going through and dealing and trying to solve the murder. Now, season one, this was fucking epic. I mean, it was it's a limited series, they say. I want it to be season two, and I have theories on how they can do it. I'll get to those in a minute. Um, but so basically, I mean, if you don't you know on the show, the this young girl, teenage girl was murdered, and she had this like boyfriend who was abusive, didn't really like her, and they thought it was him for a while. Um, and it it turns out that it was actually um, this what was the girl's i think her name was emma i think or something e, i think um the girl who was murdered anyways it turns out that it was i thought it was dylan dylan her boyfriend her, her ex-boyfriend who she had a baby with he's this this delinquent who you know he was actually carrying around a gun and he threatened somebody else this other girl with a gun at, at 
at one point. And I thought to myself, well, he did it. He was nervous as shit throughout the whole the whole thing because the whole focus of the investigation was on him. But then, you know, he was so nervous that he was actually like threatening this other girl uh, in like later on the show with this gun. I thought, gee, you know, this guy, he must have done it because what is he so scared of? It's, it's not. I mean, yes, he's the target of the investigation, but it was the fact that he he was like threatening to kill this other girl. And I was thinking to myself, only somebody who's who's murdered one person doesn't mind murdering somebody else. You know what I mean? I mean, if he if he did do the crime, well, then it, it, you know, what does he care about killing somebody else? You know, but if he didn't do it, well, then why would he why would he do this? Why would he murder this other girl? It doesn't it doesn't really make sense. Now. It turns out that Aaron, her name's Aaron, that's her name. Aaron uh, was was murdered by this kid, actually, who they don't even like show in the. He's this um, this uh, I forget his name, but he's one of Mayor's like friends. Um, Mayor's friends with one of with this kid's mom, and the murder. He accident. He the kid was like eight. He's like ten years old or something like that. He's like 10, 12 years old. And he and their father, it looks like Grizzly Adams and this junkie brother of his, um, had covered up the murder. They they had sort of, they were going to pin it on, I think Billy, Billy's his name, the, the junkie. Um, they were going to pin the murder on, on, on Billy to get him to confess and say that he did it and whatnot. Um, and then there's this really scary scene where, where they, Billy and... The Grizzly Adams guy, I forget his name. He's got this beard, his brother. Go out to the wilderness, and I think the Grizzly Adams was going to, like, it, it seemed like he was going to shoot Billy, make it look like a suicide, and then, you know, therefore Billy doesn't have to go to jail for this murder. And then the, and then the crime's solved. We'll just say Billy did it. He killed himself. So, you know, case over, you know. Um, so, but but it turns out that this kid did this. So how are we going to do season two? Well, I, I, thought, I thought of this. So... I think I was going back to that scene where Dylan like threatens this other girl with a gun. And I was thinking, well, what if it turns out that Dylan had murdered somebody else? And that's what he was so sketchy about. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't so much about being uh, charged and convicted for Aaron's murder, which he didn't do. But there was another dead body somewhere that he was worried that Mayor was going to find. And that's why he was so sketchy. And that's why he was, you know, threatening this other girl with a gun and stuff, because he was worried that they were going to find this other body. So I was thinking, well, that, that would be, you know, we could do a season two on that, you know, um, have, you know, this body show up. Although I guess it's kind of, I, I know it's sort of the same things. You think, well, so, so this dead body's found and then Dylan is the prime suspect again. Hey, look, I love the season one. I would watch that. I'd watch season two if they did that. It's like Law and Order, you know. Law and Order, they're all kind of the same. I mean, it's sort of the same show, you know. There's a murder, and then they go through the episode and figure out, well, what happened in it, you know. Um, and so, I don't know. It would be interesting to me. I, I would really like to see that. Now, I don't know if they're going to do that. I doubt they will because it just... I don't know what's going on with HBO, but they seem they they've had a lot of misses lately on Sunday night shows. I don't know if people agree with me on that, but I just 
Mayor of Easttown was, was a gem, but they haven't had many very good ones. I've been watching this one they have on now called The White Lotus. I watched it last night, a couple episodes. I thought it was terrible. I didn't think it was any good. Granted, it was. I think it was probably made during COVID, so maybe there were some. They were sort of in a rush to do it just to get something out there. Um, but I didn't. You know, I watched the show. I didn't think it was very good. Maybe if I watch a few more episodes, I might. There's a new episode on tonight. I might. I might check it out. But um, that show wasn't very good. I might watch it. Yeah. Maybe I won't watch it. I don't know. I don't have much patience for shows and whatnot. I sort of need to be hooked in right away to it. And I still I still don't really know exactly what the plot of the White Lotus show is. Um, although in the first episode, if anyone's seen the show, uh, there's this like dead body, I guess, that's being loaded on an airplane. So, so the sort of show goes back and talks about and it's about the week beforehand. So we don't know what the who the what the body is, is who was killed. But, you know, they go through the show and I, I guess they're. We're going to figure out who the dead body is eventually. Anyways, uh, I'm running out of time here. So, anyways, we will be chatting later on. This is just riffing it. Again, I still don't know exactly what I'm doing with this thing. I'm still, I'm still kind of experimenting with it, trying out new ideas and whatnot. So, uh, don't be surprised if next episode is a lot different than this one. So, yeah. Okay. Have a good one.